You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. All right, tonight we're going to read, we'll read 2 Thessalonians 3, the first several verses. If Paul makes a request for prayers and then offers prayers for them as he begins what we have now divided out to be the last chapter, 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians is not a long book, so we're near the end. First verse, finally, brethren. See, finally, that's what a preacher says when he's got about 25 minutes to go. (laughs) Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may spread rapidly and be glorified just as it did also with you, and that we may be delivered from perverse and evil men, for not all have faith. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. (coughs) And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you, that you are doing And will continue to do what we command. And may the Lord direct your hearts in the love of God and into the steadfastness of Christ. We recently mentioned as we had a sermon on God's will being done on earth as it is in heaven. We note here among the brethren, God's will being done among them. And and Part of that prayer was also that the kingdom would come. Well, there's several ways in which the kingdom comes. There's an original coming. There's also the sense of it uh, prospering and progressing and coming for and to more and more. And I kind of think that's the sense of which this first verse is. That they were preaching the word and they wanted it to spread rapidly and be glorified. Uh, I just, such a different world when the gospel was first preached. As we read through the book of Acts and the time that First uh, Thessalonians and Second Thessalonians was written, which is a, around Acts uh, 18 and 19 and the events there, we look and see how fast it was growing. And we wonder, wonder wow, you're praying for more of that. Even, yes, we're always praying for more of that. Uh, but maybe that, that rapid spread of the gospel in Acts 18 and 19 is a result of prayers like this. So the word was being spread rapidly. People were glorifying it as it did with you. So these, these brethren, they'd received it. And they'd received it with some rapidity because Paul was only in that town three weeks. Uh, today, if we went to a brand new town uh, to preach the gospel, uh, to uh, start congregations, how far do you think we'd get in three weeks? Especially if the local people opposed it, caused riots over it, threatened those who, who, who worked with us, for those who listened to what we said, uh, we think, well, we wouldn't get very far at all. Well, they got real far here. They got the church of the Thessalonians. So pray also that we be delivered from perverse and evil men. Yeah, those that oppose, those who'd cause those, those persecutions. There again, of Acts 8, 17, 18, and 19. And here's the problem, for not all have faith. Well, this is why they're perverse and evil. They don't have faith. Have you ever known a faithful man who was perverse and evil? 
uh, the world's biggest hypocrite. Usually, if they're perverse and evil, they don't even make the, uh, make the uh, uh, attempt to hide it in this way. Uh, although every, every now and again, you run into the exception. But these men don't have faith. They're, they work contrary to the faith. But God can overcome them. That's why we pray for these things. So this is how we overcome them, with the word of God and with prayer. The Lord's faithful. So he's on our side, and he's on the side of his word. His word that, as Isaiah uh, has the words, that it says it will go out and accomplish what God wants. It won't return to him void. So God is faithful. He gives us a faithful word. He'll strengthen and protect you from the evil one. So it's caused by evil men, but behind it is the evil one. And so God will protect you. Now, does that mean that all the Thessalonian brethren made it safely through all the persecutions in this life? None of them were harmed. None of them were beaten. None of them were killed. None of them were shamed. No. If that had happened, we wouldn't call it a persecution. And so in this world, and by the things of this world, and the counting of this world, then we note that some of them probably did suffer greatly. But in the eternal scheme of things, the protection of God was there and the strength of God was there for them to overcome it and they'll be victorious in the Lamb. And we note that, again, a call back to uh, the Lord's Prayer. He'll protect you from the evil one. Well, what do we pray in the Lord's Prayer? That we be let not into temptation and delivered from the evil one. So here's the same, here's the exact same wording. Uh, the promise that what we Jesus taught us to pray for, Paul says God will do. And we have this confidence in the Lord. So we have full confidence in the Lord, verse 3. He's faithful, there's no doubt. But we have confidence in you, in the Lord, that you're what? Doing well and will continue to do well. So this won't stop you. These guys won't stop you. You're, you have that word that in, grafted in your heart. You're, you're going to glorify that word and live to the glory of God. And so... We know the Lord is faithful, and we're confident that you will be too. So, may the Lord, verse 5, direct your hearts in the love of God and in the steadfastness of Christ. So, the love of God, which another passage has been shed in our hearts, and the steadfastness of Christ. As Christ is faithful, and in the King James, that steadfastness said the patient waiting of Christ. As Christ is faithful, in Hebrews 13, 8, he's the same yesterday and today and forever, then we can be led to the same kind of steadfastness, the same kind of patience, the same kind of endurance. So, verse 3, God's faithful. Verse 4, we're confident you are. And as you are faithful in doing the will of God, you will grow in the love of God in your hearts, and you will have that steadfastness of Christ. And you need that steadfastness, because still, verse 2, there are those evil and perverse men out there who don't have faith. But you're going to overcome them, like John said, by what? By your faith. Because God blesses you, his word in you, his faith growing in you, you in doing these things so that you can be steadfast and secure. And so I'm sure these brethren, uh, the Jewish brethren for sure, and I'm sure they taught their uh, uh, Gentile, new Gentile friends and converts and brethren taught them the Psalms, that what? God is our rock, God is our refuge, God is our fortress, God is our shield, God is our buckler, God is, is all these things to us. I'm sure they taught them those Psalms and said, 
keep, keep this song in your heart as you go and are faithful to Christ. And so I'm sure they understood what that means in the face of the opposition, probably better than we do, even if we have memorized it, uh, because they got to live it, which is one of the, you know, sort of sideways benefits of persecution. You really get to test your faith and grow in it quickly. So does that, that's why we pray for persecution. No, we don't pray for persecution. But that's why we count it all joy when we come into what? Various trials, right? James 1. Okay, so there's Paul's prayer for them, his thanksgiving for them, his confidence in them, and his complete assurance in the faithfulness of God. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Malvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at malvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.